Hi everyone, thanks for joining us for another episode of Steep Hill Careers podcast from the University of Lincoln's Careers and Employability team. For this episode we're joined by Duncan and we're going to be discussing adjusting to remote working, which is something that has affected us all in one way or another, whether it's been adjusting to online learning or moving to an online workplace. And Duncan has experienced both of these. So hi Duncan, welcome to Steep Hill Careers. Should we start with an introduction? What did you study? What happened for you when the UK went into lockdown? So I studied at the University of Lincoln for four years. I did an undergraduate in English and then a master's in 21st century English literature. And when the UK went into lockdown, I was close to the end of my master's degree. So there was a shift from steady learning and face-to-face to to online. Uh, A lot of our sort of end of year plans were thrown out the window like a lot of people for the masters so there was a massive shift in I guess the delivery of the course and things like that and then that led on to uh, searching for work as well. Great thank you and um, when you first started looking for a job what was the application process like so you'd fin- you, you know you'd, you'd sort of moved to online learning you'd finished your, your degree um, your postgraduate study um, and then you were starting to look for, for jobs presumably that had changed as well in terms of how people search for jobs, apply for jobs. What was the process like in in that sort of early stages of the, the lockdown? So I was applying for them while I was still doing the postgraduate and just finishing up my dissertation. So there was that summer where everything felt a bit more normal again. So I had some job interviews that were in person, but they were all heavily socially distanced. I remember one, there was a group interview stage and we were all stood out on a field on a cone. It felt like an old school PE session. Uh, and then other ones where I was sat about, it felt like in the movies where it's a rich person's dinner and there's two people at the end of a long table or something like that. So it was completely different. And then there was online interviews as well, which you get the joys of dealing with technology or trying to do a presentation for the interview and the screen share not working and things like that. So it was a bit higgledy-piggledy and a bit all over the place at times. Uh, but I think there's definitely been the uh, massive switch to online interviews, which is, I guess, different. And um, you need to learn to uh, be in the business mindset despite sat in your bedroom or something like that. And despite maybe wearing a suit on one half and pyjama bottoms on the other, you need to get <laughs> used to um That's something I avoided doing in the interviews as well, <laughs> because I... I think it definitely helps, doesn't it, to dress smartly all the way because it just puts you in that mindset of yeah. being smart, even though they can't physically see what trousers you're wearing. It just gives you that feeling of being professional, which can help you to be in that business mindset that you mentioned. So it sounds to me a little bit drunken, like um, lots of different companies were sort of trying out different things, like they didn't know whether they wanted socially distanced or online. Um, I imagine there were some potential barriers with both of those with like, particularly in regards of like rapport building if you can't shake someone's hand um like you say it felt like you were sat at the opposite ends of a long table um which did you find I don't know if easier is the right word but which did you feel find more normal was it the sort of face-to-face socially distanced or was it the online I'm not sure. Um, I know there was lots of jokes in the face to face about do we just bump elbows and stuff like that. Uh, But then again, the online, it was relatively new for everyone else. But then again, felt similar because it's how we've all been talking to family and things since 
the pandemic began. So I'd say it's a mix. It entirely depends, I guess, on who's interviewing you, on how welcoming it feels. I was gen generally quite lucky and had good interviews with people. Uh, yeah, I think it depends, I guess, is my way of not answering that question properly. <laughs> it's useful to know. I suppose it's useful to just think about the different um, consequences. I don't know what the right word is, but just the difference of those two situations and how you might need to present yourself differently to what you would traditionally think in an interview. So, um, you know, maybe figuring out that distance like do you shout to make sure they can hear you I mean I know they're probably only like two or three meters away but like I suppose it's just interesting to think about that versus being online and like like we've said about the clothing you wear how do you make eye contact and it 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 kind of, they both have complexities don't they that were hard enough to navigate when interviews were face to face at not socially distanced but now there's all these extra complex layers maybe yeah. I think um, one of the bonuses of having it with an online interview is that there's less of an opportunity to get nervous, I think, because you're not traveling in, you're not sitting in a waiting room or waiting for something. Uh, you are like in the comfort, comfort of your own home, which sounds a bit cliche saying, but you're not, you're surrounded by things you know, so it's easy to distract yourself until it or something like that. And it's easy to unwind afterwards because there's no traveling and there's no waiting. Uh, which I guess is usually made worse by the pandemic as well. Uh, Travelling can be well, not disastrous, but it can feel disastrous. And waiting in a new place can feel more uncomfortable than it used to, I think, at the moment. That's really nice reflection to sort of hear as well. Um, so anyway, you've had lots of job interviews in lots of different formats, but the sounds of it. So when you were offered your current role, what were your sort of, what were you excited about? What were you concerned about? Did you have any any worries what did you think it would be like when you were starting that new job I sort of didn't know I think I knew the work I was expected to be doing or at least I thought I did uh, I quickly learned that it's ever-changing and things like that which is fun uh, I was worried I guess about getting to know people uh, with the distance of the computer and things like that and it being remote a lot of the time I was worried about it feeling a bit isolating I guess everyone gets that at the moment at times but just not being able to interact with the team or not being able to ask for help or something like that if there was something I didn't understand there was those worries a lot yeah because I suppose when you're in an office if you need a hand with something I remember when I first started this role um I couldn't get my set my password something so basic but I wouldn't let me set my password and the person that was sat next to me I just said do you know what format the password needs to be in and they were like oh yeah and explained it to me and then straight away I was able to do it um, but in this sort of environment now I might have to ring out IT and it'd be a bit more of a complex. Um, I, uh, I definitely had the same sort of thing uh, I think IT must have got sicker I definitely recognised the voices of all the people in the uh, IT department when I called them like my work laptop wasn't working or I couldn't log into it and things like that so there was lots of back and forth with that whereas normally I just pop down to IT and get it fixed it was a lot different but not bad different I guess a bit more long-winded different but yeah. it was still easily sortable yeah no it's, it's it's just things like that isn't it I suppose you don't necessarily consider until um you know you're having those problems and then you think oh actually this is much harder or, or very different to what it would have been if you were face to face yeah 
So how has it been then? So in terms of you were quite quite experienced, I guess, at that point of studying online. But how was it when you started working online? What was different? I think different? in places it was different. In other places it was quite similar. Uh, I think it was um, sort of when you're studying online, there's sort of the expectation that you come to like maybe two hours of lectures and you go away and do your work, which to an extent is the same uh, with remote working. But there's a lot more hands on with arranging interviews, making sure to keep in contact with people, making sure people know what you're up to as well, sort of interfacing with the team and also doing your work. It's the shift to like actually making sure to check in and keeping on top of it all. So it's different, but the same. And then in meetings as well, uh, it's I feel like I probably have more regular meetings with my team than we would do if it were in person, which I think has been a blessing, really, because it's helped us get to know each other quite well, despite because I was one of two new hires. So it's helped us all get to know the team quite well because we'll have a morning meeting where most days we'll probably talk about work, but other days we'll talk about what films we watched and something like that. So we're able to have the idle office talk that we would normally have, but socially distanced or massively socially distanced because it's all online. In different towns sometimes, yeah, I guess. Towns. Yeah, it definitely yeah. in different to other parts of the country, you name it. But yeah. yeah. No, it's so nice to hear that, though, and that you are still making time for those little conversations that are more, you know, generic. They're not about work, not work focused, but it allows you to build that relationship with your team. So you mentioned that you, um, you know, you thought it'd be harder to get to know people um, asking for support might be a little bit harder. Um, and you've spoken a little bit just now about, um, you know, like having the regular meetings with your team. What else has helped you to really settle into this role and have you really settled into this role? I think I've settled into the role. Uh, I guess that's down to my manager. Uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, I think uh, the regular meetings have been useful. I think one of them is not being afraid to message people or like so we're using Teams, uh, which I know a lot of people are at the moment, or just email. Uh, not being afraid to basically say a quick message saying, hi x y or z i don't really get this do you have a minute to explain it whereas normally like you said with resetting your password there'd be someone sat next to you and you'd just be like i don't know how this is working it can sometimes feel like you're being more of a hassle by emailing someone i think so not being afraid to do that because everyone understands it uh, it's just getting around that sort of mindset of knowing people are in the same boat and looking to support you and they understand that it's a bit of a weird time to be starting a new job I'm sure everyone I worked with uh, said it's a weird time to be starting a new job or something and I have I completely agree um, <laughs> so I think it's just not being afraid to reach out to people I think is the best advice for that because normally you'd see someone in the office and say hey I don't get I don't know how to start recording a podcast and they'd be able to show you easily whereas now it's a bit more of a long-winded procedure but that's it's just getting your head around that I think yeah and I think what what you're kind of saying is that sort of age-old saying that we have of like um you know if you need help ask for it don't sort of struggle along by yourself like no question is a stupid question that kind of thing and that that still sort of applies doesn't it in this online world that we are 
working in um, and it's just about making the time to reach out to people whether you're starting a new job or you're already in a job and you've got a new starter just making sure that everybody's communicating and happy I guess is, yeah. is really yeah. really important at the moment and so you've, you mentioned so we've spoken a little bit about the concerns you had or you know the things that may have been a little bit difficult what but what have the the positives been of working remotely have you seen any benefits from it I think so definitely so I did a bit of commuting in as well for my role I had to be on campus uh, twice a fortnight only for a day I'm a lot less tired the days I have to work remotely Uh, my commute is about five step or less than a meter to my office so it's a lot easier to just travel to work in the morning I'm not waking up at six I'm waking up at eight to start at half eight or something like that so there's a lot more time I have for myself in my day I think because at the same time when I finish I'll finish at five and then I'll straight away be able to have my own time rather than commute or do something like that whereas I might be able to read a book or something when I'm commuting but it's not the same so that's a massive bonus. Um, Based on what you've learned through first going online to online learning and then now a bit later down the line or a few months down the line going on to an online workplace if you think about students who are you know about to graduate potentially starting their jobs um, in an online basis or maybe who knows by this point they might be starting to change back to being face-to-face what um, what sort of advice or do you have any tips you, you would share with them about how to handle this kind of change that we're going through? I think definitely a routine is like the best thing. I know when I started, I'd been searching for about a month or two. So my routine was usually wake up at one in the afternoon, go to bed at like four in the morning. So that had like, as I was getting close to my start date, sorry, I was like, this needs to get fixed. And it never got fixed until I started and I was exhausted my first week. Uh, So I think definitely that and establish the working, uh, the sleeping pattern. But even in saying the routine, I think once you're working, it's important to switch off from work mode because it's a lot easier to when you live in your office, essentially, it's a lot easier to stay in work mode. So one of the things that I do is once it rolls around, once I finish my work for the day, it rolls around five o'clock ish, maybe a bit later if I've got something pressing like I would normally in the office, but to actually close the laptop not touch it not look at emails until the next morning so that way you're not completely like with have work hanging over your head because it's important to separate it because there's a tendency to not separate it when you're working from home Mm -hmm. i've got a colleague who still wears a shirt and tie every day um for work um and he says that it helps taking off the tie at the end of the day helps him feel like his work day is over now. I haven't gone that far because I hate wearing shirts and ties. But um, the closing of the laptop definitely helps. And um, I think that's one of the best tips I've got is to sort of establish the routine and make sure to separate work life and the home life, I think. And I think one thing that has been identified, that having having that thing at the end of the work day that, that switches you off from work, so whether that's a cup of tea, having a shower, um, like your colleague, you know, probably taking his tie and his shirt off and getting changed and something more comfortable. Um, but they say that like, having that thing at the end of the day that signifies your work day is finished can really help you to, to relax and take your mind off work 
And one thing I do is I actually put my laptop away because otherwise it's out on the dining room table and I just I just see it when we're, when we're eating dinner and things like that. And it just gets really, really annoying because I just think, oh, like I'm, I'm living at work. Um, so putting that away for me is a really good signifier of my day is finished. And I still leave out all like the, the, the razor and the um, keyboard and stuff, but the actual laptop gets put away. So yeah, just little things like that, I think, can really help, can't they, just with um, mindset around what's work time and what isn't. Just got one last question for you then, Duncan, if that's all right. So yeah. what do you hope the workplace will look like in the future? Do you think it'll be remote, um, face-to-face or a mix of both? Like, what, what would you like it to be like based on what you've experienced? I'd like. I think I quite like a mix. Uh, I like you do at times feel like you're missing something with it being uh, completely um, remote and like not being able to integrate in the office. And like I said, the days I have been in the office, it's been really nice. Um, but also, it's a lot easier to work remotely at times, uh, especially as a new graduate. Like I'm not living in the city where I work which hasn't helped the commute (laughs) when I have had to come in but at the same time it means that I can still do my job because everyone's working remotely and I think that's also one of the huge benefits for newer graduates going into it that they so long as it's remote work they don't have to be they're not confined by the boundaries that they were about a year ago because they can apply for anywhere a student living in say I don't know Kent can apply for a job in Glasgow because they'll most likely be working remotely so mm-hmm. there's not the issue of uh, distance uh, they won't likely have to relocate for a while so they'll yeah. be able to save up and be in a better position um, I like the fact that I, and I guess students have the benefit of that as well um, see that the opportunities are still out there and they're adapting for the students Absolutely. And I think like one thing that I really reflect on with this is that it hopefully will improve social mobility quite a lot because there won't be the cost of relocating um, and just thinking about that mix. And if you're able to opt for which way you can do it, so maybe you want to go in once or twice a week or maybe you want to work from home completely. You can you can access employers can access more talent that way as well. So they can access talent for the whole of the UK. Um, it's not like they're just restricted to people who live and work in that town. Um, so it will be really interesting, I think, to see how it progresses. Um, but yeah, I don't I don't know when we'll really find out what happens. It'll probably be a couple of years from now, won't it? But um, yeah. <laughs> be interesting anyway and um, thank you so much for your time Duncan so that's all we've got time for today and um, thank you everyone for listening and um, we'll be back again with a new episode soon mm-hmm.